No coffee for me today. I've been pulling back from coffee a little bit. I am tired. It's been a challenging few weeks, and I am glad the weekend is here. Who's here with me? Good morning to you, Jenny. Good morning, Dennis. Uh, I have to put this on screen because I don't even get it. Dennis. The Tower of Power, and then he has an Eiffel Tower emoji. Too sweet to be sour. Funky wunk like a monkey. Oh, yeah. Uh, I suspect someone has been up for a little while and has uh, done some workouts and is far ahead of the rest of us in terms of alertness. Uh, how are you? How's your week been? Has it really been a week since I saw you? It's crazy. Uh, raining. I've got a busy day, but there's a really big thing happening today that I'm really excited about. I guess it's, it's big and small at the same time. Uh, I am off, good morning, Nathan, to pay the venue for where I will be hosting my martial arts class. That happens uh, late morning, early afternoon, right around lunchtime and I'm pumped I'm pumped for it <laughs> Jenny says why well, yes I have been up and working out how did you know oh I guess you met Dennis Campo I assumed you had been up and working out because that is your routine at least that I know of so I'm excited to start teaching classes and uh yeah yeah I don't know how much you guys follow me personally on social media, but the, the, the reels, the videos that have been going out primarily on Instagram, but also, also on TikTok, you can follow me on either platform at Jeremy Lesniak, have been getting some attention. Uh, I've got to give a shout out to Jericho, the guy who's been working on this stuff with me. He's killing it. He's like, I want you to do this and this and this. Like, okay, I do that. And then he does the rest and it happens and it's great. I would love to know from all of you what the highlights of your last week have been. See, this is the thing about us when getting together on Fridays is I get to miss all of these highlights as they happen. So even if you're not watching live with me, I'm glad you're here. I'm happy to, any of you are here, whether you're watching live or later or listening. I want you to take a moment. And if you are live, you can let me know in the chat. But if not, just think about it for a moment. What are the wins from the last week? What are you celebrating? What is, what's been great? Maybe some of it's martial arts related. Maybe some of it's not. That's okay. Either way, you're good. We spend too much time focusing on the negative. Dwelling. 
resenting. We don't spend enough time remaining positive and being proud of the things that we do. It's really, it can be really easy to chip away at a difficult problem, to even, even to watch the progress. Hmm. And then you achieve whatever it is and you say, okay, now what? Have any of you done that? You achieve your goal and now you don't know what to do. Well, if you're celebrating along the way, if you're enjoying the process of reaching that goal, it's not as big of a letdown. Either way, you pick a new goal and you work towards that. What are some of mine this week? Uh, Surviving. It's been a challenging week. Uh, Not been sleeping well. Pretty much any time there's rain, which is most days now, uh, I'm feeling anxious because of the flooding that happened near my house. Uh, No, not thrilled about it. Let's just put it that way. So uh, this weekend, what is happening this weekend? Helping a friend move. Uh, Vermont Brewers Fest is this weekend, which involved me tasting a bunch of different beers, so I'm excited. What else? Some comedy club things happening. It's a barbecue on Sunday, and miraculously, the weather says it's going to be good. Probably go to, uh, there's some improv stuff this weekend. I may go to that. Good morning, Frank. Frank is here. And I think tonight's plan is to sleep, to go to bed really early. I'm going to go to the gym. We'll see. I think my highlight from this week were the recordings on Tuesday. Did three episodes. We were supposed to do four. Somebody had bad internet. We'll reschedule. It's fine. But the three that we recorded, another three great episodes. You know, eventually, I'm going to have to start taking credit for these being going well. Because I'm the common denominator. I'll, I'll be proud of my work. Uh, one of them at 838 is very funny. One of the funniest episodes we've done. had a great time with the guest. Uh, I'm trying to remember the order of the next two. Hmm. 840 has kind of a heavy story mixed in with some other stuff. And 842 is the student and business partner of someone else who's been on the show and we had a great conversation dennis says i was in bed eight missing a preposition i was in bed 8 p.m wednesday after spending most of the day outside woo nice Jenny says, Matt ordered me a new belt for his school. He chose to not put his school name on the belt. Instead, one side has the student's name, and the other side says, changing the world. When I saw mine, I cried. It's so impactful. I really like that. That's really cool. Nice. Nice. You know, I've got to say, prior to seeing what Kataro could do, 
I didn't see embellishing a belt as a big deal. I saw it as utilitarian, you know, depending on whatever your school does, maybe you put your name, maybe there's Japanese, Korean, Chinese, et cetera, characters, maybe a logo, maybe some stripes. That's all I saw. But now that I've seen what you can do, and now that I've seen the creativity some people are putting into these belts, my opinion on belts is changing. I've got the belt. I think I showed this to all of you. I've got the Kataro belt that I ordered, they sent. Um, I did not pay for it, I will admit, uh, as part of our promotional efforts for them. And it's been going back and forth from the washer to the dryer because I'm trying to soften it up a bit more. And I want to see how it holds up. And everything. Well, first off, it's holding up beautifully. There's no issues with it. And secondly, it's not really softening. So I'm not quite sure what to do. Yeah, I, I like I like a belt that has no shape to it. It just kind of gravity just does whatever it wants with it. Um, yeah, so Frank did send over some stuff, and I want to check on it. Put it up on the screen. We've got jokes, we've got quotes, here are the jokes, and here are the quotes, and let's start with the jokes. Thank you as always to Frank for all that you do. Thank you to Josh for our boom song and to Denise for the audio. Frank says he almost forgot. It's you know, and let me, let me take a moment with this, because this is something that we talk, we've talked about quite a bit. The routine, right? This is this has been one of my biggest concerns in moving this to a Friday-only show, is it changes the routine. It breaks the routine. It's a lot more difficult to remember to do something once a day than to remember to do it every day. All right, where are we? Here we are. better version there we go you might be able to read that all right the jokes for fun day friday yesterday was moon day did you hear about the restaurant that opened on the moon it had great food but no atmosphere two blondes are walking and one asks which is closer the moon or florida the other response duh can you see florida What did Neil Armstrong say when no one laughed at his moon jokes? I guess you had to be there. These are solid. Hi, I'm Buzz Aldrin, second man to walk on the moon. Neil before me. How does the moon cut its hair? Eclipse it. My buddy asked me if I'd ever tried a slice of orange in my beer. I told him, once in a blue moon. Blue moon is a decent beer. And also adding citrus to most beers makes it better. Um, I've recently started adding salt to Coors Light as an electrolyte drink because the water carb ratio is actually not that bad. And if you add salt to it, 
it, it makes it taste better, like surprisingly better. I suppose it would work with other cheap beers. My neighbor claims he took a photo of a flea on the moon. Never mind, it's just a lunatic. Lodger, as in renting a hotel sort of person. Lodger, but you advertise it. One could see for miles from this room. Landlady, well, so you can. You can see the moon through the skylight and ain't that miles away? Why does a daisy need sunlight instead of moonlight? Because otherwise it would be called a nightsy. When the moon hits your knees and you mispronounce trees, sycamore. I don't get it. Sycamore. I don't get it. Somebody explain that one to me. What is the first sport ever played on the moon? Capture the flag. It's so good. I told my doctor I only smoke once every blue moon. The problem is my refrigerator is full. <laughs> Astronomers got tired watching the moon go around the earth for 24 hours. They decided to call it a day. Why does a moon rock taste better than an earth rock? Because it's a little meatier. Some of those were absolutely amazing. I really like those jokes. Nice job, Frank. Okay. Sycamore. Like, it's a more. Okay. I get it. Uh, Jenny says, that's the first time I've ever heard anyone refer to a beer as an electrolyte drink. You know, um, if you pull the alcohol out of it, the, the carb ratio is actually not bad. Um, tiny bit of protein in most beer, which there's a ratio you're looking for in there. And then, yeah. So if you're a beer drinker, don't be afraid to give that a shot. Dennis and Jenny said, say that the dough can you see the moon is their favorite all right let's and let's jump right in to quotes some quotes from former fbi special agent and author joe navarro and if i'm remembering who this is correctly this is the profiler that frank thinks very highly of he wrote a book that um, I believe Frank has read. Observation is like a muscle. It grows stronger with use and atrophies without use. Exercise your observation, observation muscle and you will become a more powerful decoder of the world around you. I wholeheartedly agree. There have been episodes where we've talked about things that you can do. Episodes of Martial Arts Radio, we've talked about things you can do. Oh, by the way, yesterday's episode with Stephen Watson, we brought him back. I hope you've listened to it or watched it. It was great. Uh, I've talked on the show a number of times about how you can do this. And my favorite way is to sit at a coffee shop and just observe people and try to predict what they are going to do at any given moment. Can you notice when someone's about to get up to leave? Not they start putting their stuff away. Oh, they're going to leave. No, before that, can you sense it? Can or do they do they give off a vibe like they're ready to leave? 
can you tell from the people who walk in the coffee shop if they are feeling rushed and they're stressed? Most people who've been, who have been driving for a little while have the skill to notice, you know what, I, I think that car is going to pull out in front of me. I think they're going to you know, break the rules of the road. You notice it. You notice it ahead of time. And sometimes you don't even know why you do. You just get a feeling. And you trust that feeling. The more you can build that muscle, the less you have to use your physical self-defense skills. Because you've avoided the problems. Number two. We do this one. The problem is that most people spend their lives looking, but not truly seeing, or as Sherlock Holmes, the meticulous English detective, declared to his partner, Dr. Watson, you see, but you do not observe. How many times have you taught or just been in conversation with a kid who did something that didn't you notice? Didn't you see that the refrigerator was open? Didn't you see that you left the car door open? Didn't you see your siblings sitting there and you stepped on them? No, they don't. As an aside, we often forget as adults that brains are still in development until age 25. But if you think about a really young kid, most of their brain power is going to just, you know, staying upright and speaking mildly coherently. The idea that they're going to notice everything, it's not possible. Those of you who do notice a lot, you know how tiring that can be. It can be exhausting. They don't have the, the brain power for that. And that also explains why so few people are so observant, because it does take a lot of energy. How do you mitigate that? How do you mitigate that energetic consumption? You're cautious about where you go. You go with other people who are going to share the observational load. You know, it's, it's the same reason so many of us have the instinct to put our back to a wall to go to a restaurant. We don't want to have to worry about watching behind us. Jenny says, I'm 42 and I still don't observe sometimes. Well, there's always too much to observe. You're never going to see everything. But it, from training this skill set, you can learn where to look, what to notice. Uh, Frank asked me earlier, you know, where am I? I stayed over at a friend's. I'm in Burlington. And I stayed over because a number of us went out to have drinks after we played baseball. I haven't played baseball in 30 years. It's been a very long time. Um, strangely enough, and, and, and this I think kind of bears mentioning, I'm better at it than I was then. Uh, and I chalk that up to martial arts skills. You know, I was like, oh, there's the ball. But what I noticed in playing when I was in the field, I was able to pick up based on a lot of subtleties where that ball was likely to go. And 
I had enough opportunity to notice it, not that we were all, any of us, very good, but the ball was hit enough. I was like, okay, it's going to go this way. It's going to go over here. It's going to go here. And I was adjusting based on that. Now, of course, if you watch professional baseball, they do a really good job of that. I was not doing a great job of that, but I had an idea. And I found it fascinating. Okay, this person is going to do this. So I should do this. I should move over to the right. I should move left. I should move up or back. We do that when we're sparring. But the difference was this wasn't happening while someone was trying to kick me in the face and it wasn't happening at speed. I had the opportunity to approach it slowly and with intention. And I think that there's something there. I suspect, as I was falling asleep, I was thinking about this, because yes, I think about this stuff constantly. I was imagining, for those of you who've been to All In Weekend, imagine that you know we had sessions that were outside in that great space and they involved playing sports. What would you get from baseball? Okay, where, where's the ball gonna go? How do I orient myself? How do I set my teammates up? When you're batting, of course, it's it's vision, it's hand-eye coordination. What if it was basketball? Well, now you're playing defense. Now you're trying to prevent people from getting to the ball or getting to the hoop. Soccer, ultimate frisbee, football, right? You can start to pull martial arts-related skills from any of these and probably any sport. Maybe even bowling, which I'm still not quite sure that I consider bowling a sport. It's an activity. Just like golf. I'm not sure that I consider golf a sport. It's an activity. And this actually came up as a response to a question I posed. Well, the question was a response. I asked yesterday on Instagram, ask me some questions, ask me some sparring questions. And, and somebody wrote in, actually, this is Victor, many of you know Victor, asked, what are some non, I might be getting it wrong, non martial arts skills that can be developed for sparring? And we, that kind of got my mind turning. I, that's probably why I noticed playing baseball last night. Think about all these, we can call them soft skills with relation to martial arts, footwork, uh, seeing, right? Princess, perhaps game is a better word for bowling and golf. It could be. I think some people find game to be a disrespectful term, and, and I don't mean it that way. A lot of people have a hard time using the verb play for martial arts, even though it's one that a lot of us have come to embrace. But you generally play a game, and unless it's capoeira, it's not generally thought of as a game. Jenny writes, in strategic planning reminds me of my days working in the lab. I was responsible for workflow. I didn't know where the work was, when it was going to be at different stages of the process, who will be working, et cetera, and make a plan to move the work through the process as efficiently as possible. It was a game for me. 
And I suspect that you had contingencies because certain people were prone to work at maybe faster, but probably slower pace than they thought they were going to. So you had to, you had to manage and mitigate that. All right, what's our last one here? And she says, yes, we are more powerful, more knowledgeable, better prepared than we think we ever are. Let me read that one more time. I want you to hear this. We are more powerful, more knowledgeable, better prepared than we think we ever are. That's a good one. I like that. We are, aren't we? We have this habit. We've talked about this of overthinking our own individual importance to the world, to the universe, to our species. And if you look at things in that way, if you look at things from the perspective of the species, the universe, the world, our inadequacies, our failures, our deficiencies, that's kind of the same word. They're not as big of a deal. Now, that also means our achievements are rarely as big of a deal. So I, I think looking at things from your own personal perspective is pretty important because otherwise you just end up in a nihilistic ball in the corner. That doesn't help. That doesn't help you do anything. But if you think of it from this kind of broader perspective. You're not dead yet. You managed to get this far without dying. Probably without any catastrophic physical harm. Probably without causing someone else catastrophic physical harm. You probably had few, if any, days where you were starving. You probably weren't in a war. I'm using some of these probabilities because it's not 100%, but it is 100% that you've survived this far. And that's pretty cool. And if you ask people, I, mean, I bet if we were to come up with some study, some poll, I guess better, do you think you are adequately prepared to survive in today's world? I bet a good chunk of people would say no, when yet they've already done it. How often have you heard someone say, I can't do this when they've already done it? I can't do this. You just did. Well, yeah, but, but you did. Good morning, Mike. Would love to have you. Be proud of your achievements. Be proud of your survival. How important is survival? It is the first priority of any organism to survive. It, everything that we are hardwired to do, we are hardwired first and foremost to survive. You have done that. You have 
honored your obligation to your species by being alive today. Good job. High five. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope whatever you're doing is fun. Uh, maybe some, something productive. Maybe some training. Don't forget, we've got a bunch of events coming up. Tons of things happening. Make sure you are following Whistlekick and, and checking out whistlekick.com. And heads up, heads up. Free Training Day Northeast and Marshall Summit combined presenter application form goes live today. I am excited as we start piecing together what's going on with that four-day event, which is going to be a lot. It's going to be nuts. Make sure you've got those dates blocked off. November 9th through 12th, Keene, New Hampshire. Good morning, Liz. And don't worry. Some of you, you already have a presenter slot, whether you asked for it or not. Right, Liz? All right, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. Remember, if you want to support, come to Marshall Summit. If you can't do that, pick something up at whistlekick.com or join the Patreon. We're going to end with Jenny's comment here. There's this, quote, big thing that I'm working on. It is a big thing. It's tough. I'm fighting to climb a mountain. When it's over, I'll look back to see just how tall the mountain was and be proud. I refuse to complain that the mountain wasn't tall enough. There you go. Thanks for joining me, everybody. Be well, and I will see you back here next Friday. Take care. Peace.